Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for week two of our Gift of the Christ Child Advent series. This week, we're going to look at how Christ brings his unending love to us. And our scripture reading today is going to be John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. And it starts off in saying this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. In our last verse here, verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And I know as we read John chapter 1, it's a very familiar scripture that many of us have read probably about a million times. And each time we read John chapter 1, though, it's just this mysterious, just as sometimes hard to understand, uh, this may be the first time we read it. And so uh, as we kind of introduce our, our scripture today, um, we begin with Christmas as a celebration of God's love as the arrival of Jesus in the manifestation of God's love is that Christmas is the celebration of all the things God has done and sending Jesus here as Emmanuel because we see that Jesus and love are inseparable. In fact, they're the same thing because God has even said in the book of John is God is love and Jesus is love. And I want to kind of sum this up with um, something my daughter told me as we were actually driving home yesterday. I know that um, I have a six-year-old daughter and um, she right now is trying to understand this concept of love. She knows I love my parents, I love my sister, um, but what does it mean to love others? And uh, she has this little uh, boy crush at school uh, in her kindergarten class, and she uh, likes this boy named Connor, um, but she doesn't call him Connor when we're driving home. She calls him cute Connor because she likes his smile. And as a dad, you're like, okay, I'm watching you, little girl. Um, but the interesting thing that we see here is that um, she's wrestling with just, how do I feel about him? There's something different about who he is. And I know that as we were also passing by, she's talking about cute Connor. And of course, every feeling of, of dad is welling up in me about, I'm going to protect my little one. And she sees a, a Salvation Army bell ringer ringing in front of a Walmart on the way home. And she says, hey, dad, what do those people do out there? And I said, well, they raise money. Um, to help people who can't help themselves, people that might be poor or marginalized or outcast. And she says, oh, they're out there because they love other people. And I said, yeah, that's totally it. And so I think that really from the mind of a six-year-old, we really can begin to understand that uh, love best when it's shown is, is love for your neighbor. Love whenever maybe somebody else doesn't deserve something and you extend grace or loving the fact that maybe they're an 
able to care for themselves and so we can step in as God's church and really provide for their needs. There's so many uh, opportunities that we can love and we see this best uh, in the John story and really in God sending his son Jesus uh, on our behalf. We couldn't save ourselves and yet God sent his son um, so that we could have life. And so we have to ask ourselves really what what is this love that God shows us? First of all, we know that God is love. Uh, God is life, especially when you look into the Old Testament, as well as also uh, love is an action. It's not just a word. It's not just a feeling, but it's a lifestyle. Um, it's Christ-likeness. So it's by this love that we receive things like the hope that we talked about last week, or uh, it's this love that makes our faith strong, or receiving peace in the coming weeks, or even in places finding joy. I know that um, especially considering 2020 has been a rough year for a lot of us, um, we think, well, you know, God's love has sustained me through this year, or it's, it's, it's made me able to uh, be able to cope with maybe life's problems. Um, but I do know that um, love is not an attribute of God. Usually when we think of love, we think, well, God is loving. And really, it's, it's not an attribute of his because God is love. It literally is his nature. It is his person. Um, and so uh, whenever I think about this, I think about, well, there was no Genesis account without love. Um, God created the world and said it was good uh, because he loved it. Um, God uh, rescued uh, his people in the book of Exodus after 400 years of of oppression in Egypt, that God rescued them from Egypt because he loved them. Um, same thing as we go throughout the Old Testament, that um, the exile actually experienced by the two kingdoms, Israel and Judah, um, both were based in love, that God was creating a remnant so that they could love him and show the world his love. And in the same token, there's no advent without love either, that we don't uh, get to experience um, Christ uh, this time of year uh, without love. So um, we have to talk about the fact that God is love, that it's not an attribute of his, it is his nature. And so we see in John chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. Before John even began to explore anything, he establishes who Jesus is, that Jesus is love. That Jesus is the Word that became flesh, and the Word is with us. I really love what the message uh, paraphrase says here. It says that that God moved into our neighborhood, and I love that because it, it just shows that no matter where you're at, the right side of the tracks, the wrong side of the tracks, um, the rich side of town, the poor side of town, um, in a big house, in a small house, wherever you are uh, listening to this message right now, that God moved into your neighborhood for you because he loved you. And we see from these short introductions in John, there's two kind of underlying pieces of logic there. First of all, that Jesus exists with God in community. And second, that God himself is community because he is triune. He's with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And the incredible thing we see here with these three is that 
if God can live in community and love one another, well, that's the church's job too, is we can live in community with one another and love one another. And we also see this in things like talking about how God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, because God doesn't change. And therefore, if he's loving today, he's loving tomorrow and loving next week and loving the year after that. Uh, The love of God doesn't change. It hasn't left. It hasn't gone to somebody else. It, It is with us. And the Advent story is the best manifestation of that. That's why John starts John chapter 1 the way he does. Because he wants us to fully appreciate and comprehend the love of God this season. Knowing that we need to be aware that love isn't just a word. It's not just an emotion or even just an attribute. But is actually God himself giving us a piece of himself. And so um, that's a great place to start really in John chapter 1. And so let's go ahead and now move over to uh, John chapter 1 verse 3. Where we talk about this idea of love is life. Because creation itself is an expression of God's love. He gave it to us to subdue and rule over it, but also to enjoy. And love is a foundational characteristic for God's character. And even being desired is so much to share in the love that he created. It was as if that God created love to be the driving force of creation. So love became the mark of all those who know God. And think about this. Um... There's an old song from the 60s that goes, "We will, they will know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. And that is never more true than today. That often Christians are supposed to bear the mark of the love of God. And if we're not known as that, we might need to check into our lives a little bit. Because Christians are known to be marked by lives of love. And so we see that John really keeps pressing in on this idea of the presence of Jesus and the Word and lights coming into the world. And it's going to illuminate the darkness. Uh, And what illuminates the darkness is this idea that God's love invades this world and does something uh, incredible. Um, And I think we can look at this another way. I think that we can also say that God's light is invading this world in in getting rid of the sinful effects, the bad things that have happened to this world, Um, the ways in which we bend inward instead of toward God, Uh, the ways in which we bend toward self-will and away from his holiness. I think that what he's saying is that Jesus is this light to where you can triumph over sin. Jesus himself triumphs over the world. He's overcome it. And we can too because he has. And this story is just an incredible opportunity for us to really kind of regrasp this idea that not only is God coming so that we can experience his love, but he's also coming because he's the sacrificial lamb who's going to die for the sins of the world and save his creation. That's another great reason for us to celebrate the love of Christ this time of year. And lastly, uh, maybe my favorite kind of point is that love is always an action. And we see this in John chapter 1, verse 14. Because love manifests itself entirely in action. Uh, we see this exactly in one of the most well-known scriptures in the New Testament of John three sixteen that God loved us so much that he died for us. Um, and the fact that the verse doesn't even stop there. It goes on to keep talking about how God's actions and his interactions with us always create a result of love. 
and that we're supposed to have Jesus communities that result in loving our communities, our families, our neighbors, uh, but more importantly, maybe our enemies, those that we don't like so much, um, those that maybe have done stuff to us in the past, but it's our job to love them. And we see that God's love time and time again throughout Scripture is the ultimate expression uh, is summed up in Jesus. His commission for us upon receiving His love is to go out and do likewise. And so Advent is a few things, but Advent is a celebration of the incarnation of, uh, of the very love of God. That it's a love that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's a love that gives life. It's a love that demands action. It's a love that saves us daily. And it's a love that simply is there. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to check all the right boxes on the Christian report card. We don't have to have the most starched Salvation Army uniform. Uh, what we can do is God gives us this freely, and we freely can go show that to others because Jesus is good and Jesus is loving. And Jesus is here with us, even as we listen on this podcast. So I do have a challenge for you this week, and the challenge is this, that this week, how can you show the love of Christ to a world that desperately needs to hear it? How can you bring about the God flavors in this world and show others um, how great uh, Christians can be when they respond in love towards the world? If you do not know yet the love of Christ, um, I will say, uh, write us a message uh, in our podcast. We'd love to pray for you uh, or even talk to you on the phone or through text or however we can do it. But um, if you don't know the love of Christ, send us a note. If you do already know about how good God is, show it in actions this week. Show it to uh, a family member or somebody that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. Um, because we have to be driven by the love of God. And if we're not, then we have to really check our motivation and see where we're at. Because Jesus commissions us to forgive the world. Uh, He commissions us to love. Uh, He commissions us to, uh, in some cases, be that ministry of presence to others. Um, Because um, we can't forgive those who we haven't forgiven ourselves. And so uh, I just challenge you this week uh, to respond in love because that's a great gift that God gives us. It's, it's the gift of the Christ child. And he brings us this year, 2020, he brings us his unending love. And so if you're not feeling very loved as you hear this, know that God loves you and you don't have to do anything to earn that. And so I hope you've enjoyed uh, looking through John chapter 1 verses 1 through 14 with us. And again, I pray that you have a blessed week, and thank you for joining us on Above the Waves, messages of encouragement. Have a great week. Take care, and God bless.